You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Mason Dixon joined once again by Corey the Bayou Bend. This is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. again perhaps nightly and uh before we get into things uh, i want to talk to quickly uh my co-host here Corey. how are you buddy it's been a bit since last spoken how are things going doing all right dude um pretty pretty interesting night i went to a uh a concert last night and uh fuck it was late i didn't i was not excited about it um I thought it was going to be like a seven o'clock, um, you know, like doors. And I was like, I was just going to have to sacrifice watching some of the Canes game at the show. Um, instead, uh, the fucking doors were for 10 and the show started at 11. And uh, <laughs> I'm just feeling old today. Real old. Uh, good show, but uh, definitely paying the price. No, it's fair enough. Home at like fucking you said you were telling me 3 a.m. was what you expected. Mm -hmm. I got home uh, like about 25, 30 minutes before that. So disgusting. Disgusting. Woke up, woke up real late. Uh, Pockets hurting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. How are you? Oh, well, I, I resonate with the pockets hurt and <laughs> my fucking car blew yeah. a cylinder in the end. That's unfortunate. 2009 Honda CRV with 300,000 kilometers on it. Jeez. Well, it definitely lasted its lifetime. You got everything you could oh. out of it. <laughs> uh, she gave, she didn't know me anything. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's obviously I wish I could have got some more out of her kind of a a terrible, I I think I had like $93 in my bank account when it blew, I hadn't been Mm. paid yet. Um, so that was a, oh, I, I I, like paid off all my student, like a bunch of my tuition costs and stuff. (laughs) I was like, oh fuck me. Like, of course. I kind of had to scramble there. Um, right. I wanted to save her. I was looking for a replacement engine, but apparently 2000 on CRVs, like anything 2012 and below, they're so fucking reliable. And they're such well built cars that mechanics just like strip them for parts because they want that. Like, they're just. So that was unfortunate. Um, but yeah, no, she, uh, the old girl life that's for sure and i say this and i say it seriously ran like a fucking dream till the day she died ever had a problem once 
if I, uh, when I can afford a, uh, like a brand new car, when I have a, you know, when I'm out of school and can afford to buy new, it's mm-hmm. like almost definitely going to be a Honda. Those things fucking <laughs> run. I hear you. I've uh, never had a Honda, but I have, I'm enjoying my first Toyota right now. And, um, I think, uh, I think it's going to be hard for me to not buy Toyota moving forward. This thing's just fantastic ride. Yeah. The new Corolla, right? Mm-hmm. Those things are fucking sexy too. Yeah. It's very nice. Uh, all black. Um, and then my, my wife wants black rims. She just wants it completely blacked out. Um, uh, and I'm no, cool that's with it. Sexy. <laughs> I'm cool with it. It reminds me of, uh, uh, the night kids from initial D. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. It's definitely not a, um, I think he drove an RX. It's definitely not that, but, um, just a murdered out straight black vehicle. Sounds sick. That's going to be a sound. bitch to keep clean, but. Um, I'm all aboard making a goth Toyota Corolla. So is yours, I know the, I, I think it's a different, it's a Corolla, but there might be, is it one of the ones sporty? Is you it the sporty one? That? No. So they don't like, there's like one that looks that i've seen driving around on the roads and it yeah looks- there's uh there's like a specific edition now that's um that makes it look like it's a fucking race car well it looks it looks sleeker than a regular sedan oh yeah absolutely it's also like looks like it's lowered um has like sick rims spoilers Spins at the bottom of the car kind of flay out a little bit. It's all looks great. It's I'm like a jealous a night, man. night something. I'm a jealous man. <laughs> Don't be jealous, dude. It's fucking expensive. But it's I just feel like for the expense I'm paying, I've got a, a very reliable car. So no complaints. No, I like absolutely not. I Ended up picking up a Hyundai uh, Accent. Um, hopefully that'll my <laughs> car in like a few years until I can start saving up for a, a you know a finally a dream car that remains to be seen. You know, <laughs> can't <laughs> predict the future. Hopefully it. Hopefully she lives, but you never know. Right. Yep, I, I was expecting to get a little bit longer out of the the rogue than uh, like two or three years, uh, but that, that it fucking happens, dude. It happens. I was not excited to get rid of that. It's I, it's not that I like the vehicle that much. I just had paid like a beautiful price on a car with like barely any miles on it. I was like, I can drive this for like the next ten years, and then get something that's like really advanced. And be set. But uh life had other 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 options, I guess. I was actually looking at a couple Nissan rogues. Um all right. 
I fucking nothing I to write home them. about. But they were they it is a comfortable drive though, and they're great on gas. It was comfy, but I, I test drove a, a Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. That thing's massive. What you what Dude, you need a Pathfinder for? It's well, I didn't realize how fucking all right. And mm-hmm. like because I thought it because Nissan lists it crossover. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just like it's a massive crossover. Simple, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a fucking beefy. It's just like it, wide. It feels like you're driving a pickup truck. Yeah, it reminds me of like a Forerunner, like the new Forerunners, like the 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 completely maxed out, customized ones. It reminds me of that. It's just such a large, <laughs> large vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, like and like i swear to god i was pulling up beside because i took it on like a, a long test drive i was pulling up beside like gmc sierras and mm-hmm. like m- maybe looking down on them it was fucking <laughs> huge um huh. but comfiest fucking ride had in the car hell yeah like that seat was made for comfort it was like mm-hmm. i was talking to the the guy that was trying to sell it to me at the dealership and he was saying like it was some like old guy this old snowbird so the car had never seen a winter mm-hmm. <laughs> and this dude would drive it down to florida it was like this like but it, like it basically looked like the day he bought it like it was like just because it was one old dude <laughs> yeah kept it fucking spotless but yeah no i, I have no idea why anyone who has less than four kids would have any need for that car yeah it's fucking um, huge now you know um my cousin's wife just bought um i think it's what a hyundai telluride or a kia telluride whatever whatever brand makes that vehicle apparently they have seats now that are air conditioned yeah there's like, like little holes yeah they're they're like little holes um Throughout the seat that just yeah, it's like blast you. It's like a chili boudet. Yeah, it's fucking wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, know what, you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever watched Blue Mountain State? Yeah. It's like that. Fucking the cold sticks. I don't remember that. You know what I'm talking No. I did watch a lot of Blue Mountain State, though. The fucking... They overheat, right? Uh-huh. And the trainer comes out. It's, like, the funniest thing. Like, it's... Oh, it's terrible. I can't really... If you don't remember this. Um, <laughs> and he whips out. It's, like, the trainer. He's, like, oh, we got one. He, like, passed out from heat stroke. And he uh-huh. whips out this freezing cold, like, metal <laughs> like, rod from, uh-huh. like, some... From, from like some like nitrogen it's like nitrogen cool <laughs> so and it's he, smoking he's like he's like yeah it's smoking he's like all right pull down his pants <laughs> they're like what he goes it has to be it has to be inserted as a suppository Holy <laughs> that's, how, shit. that's how they cool down the players state <laughs> it's terrifying and then, oh, like, Jesus. it's like in the I'm the coach is getting replaced. 
Mm -hmm. And then the guy that's him passes out from heat stroke and he's like, think he's going to need two of them. (laughs) On Blue Mountain State? I'm telling you. Looking it up right now. Dude, Blue, Blue Mountain State came out when I was in college. I was a freshman when that came out. I watched the fuck out of that show. I don't remember this. Yeah. Here it is. I'll uh <laughs> I'll send you a photo of it real quick. <laughs> Taking a brief a brief moment. To... It's the it's the old coach, like the fucking the one that's like on and off with Denise Richards in the show. Well, he doesn't get the guy that's replacing him. When the fuck did they replace get, the old man? They replaced him for like a couple episodes. Do they really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. Dude, that big yeah. dude was funny, too. The fucking center. <laughs> the fucking kicker oh, show man. is just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, what's up, Well, man? anyway, <laughs> back to hockey. Oh, where do we even begin? In Habs news, do you start there? I guess yeah, let's, significant thing let's go Habs, but, Yeah, the most significant thing in Habs land is that the Florida Panthers beat the Toronto Maple Leafs and are now two games up on the Carolina Hurricanes. Um Dominate, dominating. Looking so. bad. <laughs> looking bad. We could have had a 17th overall pick. It's looking like it could almost be 32 here. So, uh, what are your thoughts, Corey? Like, do you think the Panthers are going to beat the Hurricanes? Two games at home in OT. It's it's looking like it. Um, but and... here's what I'll like. Here's what I'll say. Like before you start, just to preface mm-hmm. that, they were overtime was the third longest game in NHL history. Yeah. So, look, I, I honestly, I feel like that first game, you could kind of just like, yeah, it's a win, but it's a write-off. I mean, both games went to OT, but that game going that long, anyone could have scored that goal. Like, it was just going to be whoever had the best luck. I, I feel like to reset after that, the next game was going to be the big one. And um, Florida – just started right away. Carolina gets the first goal. Florida immediately answers. It gets um, it gets overturned um, because it's an offsides play. And um, I think I started getting ready at that point, but I turned the game back on, and it was uh, 3-2, I think, with Florida, Florida leading. So Florida has just – no one can turn off their – they're scoring right now. It's un, it's unbelievable. Their power play has been great. Um, and I just think they're going to outlast Carolina simply, simply because Carolina is just – they're missing a lot of key figures and their their offense isn't isn't as good. It's, it's good. It's just you got another team that's just that much better right now. Everybody's scoring for Florida. And um, – Another good thing with <laughs> with the games being overtime games and stuff like that, to have someone that is a a you know like a, a series ending 
offensive player like Makachuk is right now. I don't know how you compete against that. I think it took uh, Toronto. They said like the last, I think like the last two games, they were able to shut down Makachuk enough. Like they were finally figuring out, figuring it out. But I don't think Carolina can put up that much fight against them for them to give the defense enough time to figure out how to play against him like Toronto had. I don't think it's going to get to seven games. No, it didn't even get to seven, went to six, huh? I think so. What? Sorry, you're talking about the 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 last series, Toronto went to and went to six. Yeah. So I don't think Carolina is going to get enough chance. I think Florida found their rhythm, and um, I don't think they're going to be able to figure them out in time. For their, you know, average offense right now to keep up. Or to keep them in the games Yo, enough for them to figure it out. I think I don't know. Do I think that it's tough? I think you have a like. I think you in saying that Florida's offense is rolling, but I'll also say they only scored five. They've only scored five goals in quick math here. In 12 periods of hockey. Hmm. So, like, realistically, they haven't, like, they haven't scored at, like, an astounding rate, right? That's, like, 2.3, I want to say, game. Because they basically played two games. Carolina they've played three games of hockey mm-hmm. or no they've more than that they've played four games of hockey sorry in two games like so I, I don't know I think it's hard to come back from two oh oh and two and I think this for thing that like last season wasn't a fluke they just did what a lot of good teams do and choked and like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We saw te- we've seen teams in Florida before, i.e. Lightning. So I wouldn't be shocked Florida just carry on a roll with Bobrovsky playing as well as he is. But I would not count Carolina out. I really wouldn't. I think that you know, losing a game and the fifth overtime, the fifteenth second lat like or the 1955 minutes of fucking overtime or fourth overtime mm-hmm. to then lose again in another overtime. Um, where once again, their opponent, Bobrovsky, played amazingly. Like, I think gonna give, and I would hammer Carolina win three in Florida. I think that's strong to say. I, I have no disagreement with that. Um, I guess I was, I didn't show enough um, respect to Carolina, but I mean, I am pulling for Carolina in this. Um, but I don't know, just watching the games, Carolina shows glimpses of um, like piecing, piecing things together. Whereas I just feel Florida's, 
I don't know. There are there are a couple of steps ahead of them, but I, I want Carolina to move forward. I'd love to see uh, Carolina make it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to see us still have um, some type of um, decent pick, but then at the same time, I I'm okay with Florida blowing it up and us potentially trading that pick away for something. I don't care. <laughs> I, I at this point it's like look dude look at just just as a fan not just beyond the Habs as a fan for me I got three teams in the south that are gonna want you know one of them at least is gonna make it to the Stanley Cup again so I'm excited for that um but everybody that's there you got two teams who've never won it and then two teams that haven't won it in what 20 years close to uh, oh, Carolina won in 06, I believe, 05 or 06. Dallas won in 99 or 2000. And then Florida or Vegas haven't won. So I'm all set for, like, the playoffs were fantastic this year. And now I'm just satisfied with what I have left. I want Dallas, so I don't care so much about Vegas, but I'm not upset if Vegas finally finds it. Every all four of these teams have like beautiful, like you know, NHL history remembering stories going into this. Every team's got like a, a great, you know, Cinderella esque story, whether it's a, a specific player or the team itself. There's something awesome about every one of these teams and why it's so important for them to move forward. So I'm, you know, for once just excited for every for every team despite who I think has the advantage. Normally, I'm just like, I, I don't give two fucks. <laughs> yeah, if... If fucking Vegas beats Dallas, I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to be... That, that's that's the only thing that can really piss me off. I want Dallas in the cup I think he, again. as a hockey... As a hockey fan, it's almost impossible not to root for... Joe Pavelski, at least the Dallas as a whole, when you look mm-hmm. at all the guys that are going to win their first Stanley Cup on that team. Yeah. And I mean, time. what a great story for like for fans and for the NHL in general on how one one good uh one good draft can can change the dynamic of your team and put you back, you know, ahead ahead of your rebuild schedule. Absolutely. 2017 was massive for them, you know, and and you remember like we don't we don't hear about the doldrums of of <laughs> an email goes out about how you know the the top two guys aren't doing shit and they're being paid ridiculously. Like when was the last time we heard that? Instead, the story of like Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan has turned around, and it's both players playing quality quality minutes, making great strides. And helping this team just really find something. Jamie Ben's goal the other night was fucking fantastic. Um, I'm really upset that they closed it out that quick. But yeah, no, Dallas is the team I want to win the most. Um, strictly for Joe Pavelski. And then going there, now I'm just like kind of set. Uh, I'd love to see Dallas win it, especially if Arizona could lose their franchise and it could end up in Houston. This is like my last big time to like really hammer Dallas home before like I become 
uh, a Houston fan, would it be in the closest team in proximity? You know, so I guess it would counteract uh, Dallas uh, love a little bit. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I think the playoffs, especially this year, too, are just difficult because all the teams have good storylines, too. Man. Yeah, like, it and makes it tough to be As much like, as I hate Vegas. You. I, I want to see Vegas. Jack Eichel succeed. Jack Eichel. <laughs> They've got Jack Eichel. As I fucking despise the Carolina Hurricanes as an organization and as a fan base. (laughs) (laughs) But they got Brent Burns. I really like Brent Burns. It must be said. Um, And I like future Hab Sebastian Ajo. So, (laughs) but Frederick, Frederick Anderson too. Like that's another guy that you you look at. Dostas beer. Um, who else is on that roster? I think Stastny. I don't know if Stastny, I think he's still hurt, isn't he? Um, I don't remember. Um, you've got some guys on that roster that you really would like to see win a cup. Pajarvi forgot about him, yeah, no, and then Florida. I think Florida is maybe the one team that I'm like actively kind of rooting against as much as I kind of like them. And I like the team. I like Barkov. I like Matthew Kachuk. Um, I like Bob Ross. I like Bobrovsky. <laughs> you got to pray that pick is higher <laughs> as much as I hate rooting for the hurricanes. You've got to pray that picks higher. Mm-hmm. I just like the fact that they made it in and they've made it past the first round. It's just like, I've given up on that that draft pick being anything important. So now it's just like I'm pretty neutral in in their cup, in their cup run. Like do they do they succeed? I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm I'm no longer like pissed. You know, like this can't happen. It's happened now just now just let's see let's see what they got. Like we we're not going to really gain an advantage anymore. Let's just see what this team's capable of. And now as just a neutral NHL fan, I'm interested in seeing what they can they can pull out. I like Anthony Duclair. I think I think he's one of my favorites of like the supporting cast. Uh simply because he took he took that risk on himself, like Patrick Line did. And uh he's found a home in Florida and he's you know, I wouldn't say he's had the most dominating career in there, but he looked great and you know within the um the injury sustained while he's been there it's kind of you know pushed back and maybe his stuff doesn't look as great as as it was expected but he's been fantastic there and um to see a guy who was like i have to i'm gonna put it all all the chips on me and if it works out it works out if it doesn't then i don't you know i might not be in this league and little guys like that are making it not a big fan of uh gudas <laughs> Obviously, um, but like we used to say about Brendan Gallagher, everybody would want him on his team, you know. And I don't know what he does, but the the team's so much better when he's on the ice. Like his his five on five, isn't he like one of the best rated guys to have on the ice to like stop any uh, puck pro- uh, progression for the other team. 
I think that was like a stat we used to talk about. Like he was on unreal. Like Jay Fresh had him ranked so fucking high because when he's on the ice, it's just like the team can't score. He would take like top top five block shots uh, and league hits, all of that. And then he's got pretty decent hands to poke poke the, the puck and all that. No, the Hurricanes have can make the argument that the Hurricanes have the most complete roster in the league. That's fair. Like in terms, like their depth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like they have a piece for everything. Like nothing's like nothing's low. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. Well, fuck, Mason. Um, that game's still going on right now. We're recording. We got the Stars game. Dallas is up two one. But um, you want to keep talking a little bit about the playoffs, or do you want to take it to um, to the world? The what is it? The world championship? Oh, uh, the the person who scored for Dallas was Jason Robertson. So two goals and two games now. That I think he was like eight games without a a goal. It wasn't without a point, but I think that's what it was. And uh, yeah, two games in a row. We can, uh, you know, transition here. We do have some IHF um, hockey to cover and uh, some Habs prospects to talk about too. But before we get to that, um, I believe we do have a message from um, our sponsors. Absolutely. We have a message from our sponsor about DraftKings. So light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. We also have another ad read by our friends over at Raycon. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank. Um, Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that this is 
excuse me, Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options, but right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of protection, product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, some of my favorite things about the Raycon um, little earbuds is the noise isolation. I love to be able to just try to, you know, go into my zone sometimes. Um, also, I think the number one, my number one always is going to be the, like, how how long it lasts. It's eight hours of playtime. Um, if you take a lunch break, you can pop them off throw them on the charger you'll get another like say you have like a 30 minute lunch break you'll get probably like an hour boost so you can get anywhere from like eight to ten hours if you work a, a significant day at work and uh with no issues you can listen call all of that it's awesome but uh go to buy raycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buy raycon.com slash thpn THPN to score 15% off by Raycon.com slash THPN. All right, Mason, we're back. Where do you want to take this conversation, buddy? Um, where we should have taken it, but we it happened a couple days ago. So I that Lane fucking Hudson <laughs> scoring an end-to-end goal. IHF world championships absolutely walked like <laughs> basically the entire to then put it in like one-handed like that oh my fucking god this kid is here he is coming he is going to absolutely light up the ncaa and that wild man watching that i've watched that three times i can't get enough of it it was <laughs> Oh shit, that's awesome, man. Not seen it. I'm trying to I've I saw it when it first happened. I'm trying to find it again so I can rewatch it. Oh my god, dude. Like it I don't know. We talk about time, so it's difficult to like not sound a dead horse, but how almost the third round I comprehend. And it, instant fucking payoff like he's automatically already looking like a steel match and what it's going to look like in a year or two <laughs> he's a point a game uh for the u.s right now he's got five games played that goal has four assists has looked st- like nice moves playing against a lot of fucking elite or regular nhlers like he's playing against men this isn't the NCAA. This what is the world Like, people, you know, say whatever the fuck you want to say. I think he scored that goal against Germany. Yeah, against Germany with three guys on him. With a German team with fucking good NHL players and very good pro hockey players from... Jesus, what a goal. Like the KHL, the DL, the SHL. Those are men. Yeah. They, They're not playing us off. Well... <laughs> this isn't an international tournament juniors or yeah. 18s, right? This is men. These are pro players who 
best that countries can offer and he is doing shit like that it's amazing and my confidence that you know the size concerns aren't a continue to grow well i thought he was like six foot on skates he's like five foot ten or something i'm not sure yeah so i mean on skates he makes him like an average like just below average i don't know (laughs) i don't know this is a wicked fucking goal though dude between the legs and then goes in between the second and third defense well the second the defenseman and the looks like the right wing and just poke checks it. Oh, it's nuts. And it's off of a change too. Look at that. <laughs> this kid's gonna be something. So excited. Like you said earlier, I can't I can't believe he he fell like that. Oh man, that's gonna be killing it's gonna be killing fucking front offices for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. So how's the rest of it going? You know, unfortunately, we don't get updates down here enough. But how's the uh, how's the rest of the tournament going? I know you said earlier that U.S. is dominating um, fucking crazy. I don't they've they've taken on some big some big teams. Uh, but the last two games to to start shutting out people. <laughs> I think we're looking pretty good. Yeah, the U.S. has looked very dominant, um, as has the. Uh... Czech team, a fucking Dominic Kubalik leading the tournament with 11 points in five mm. games. Uh, team Canada's look kind of, but in no part due to Sam Montembeau, who has a 9-14 safe percentage. Awesome. Um, has played outstandingly the two games that I've watched him play. Justin Barron's also there. I think he has an assist in five games. Like He's not getting a ton of playing time. Um, Would you have a pretty stacked fucking team? Well, the Canadian defense is pretty solid, led mm-hmm. by Mackenzie Eager, and Barron is an offensive. Getting those power play opportunities hurts him, but he's looked solid. Like, Good. I didn't notice him much the first period of the watch, and then he started getting out there and making some plays, and I've only watched two games solid, so it was nice to see the good contributions from um, – to uh, Montreal Canadiens prospects, but they are uh, the players. Um, they're not the only Habs representation there. Um, the U.S. actually has three, including Lane Hudson. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Farrell is um, with the American squad. Um, I think he has a goal. He's got two points or something like that. Let me quick. I'll pull it up for you. Who's the other guy? Yeah, he's, he's got, got two one goal. goal. Yeah, an assist. One assist. And um a uh Boston guy, teammate Elaine Hudson's um Luke Tuck. Um on oh, the Oh yeah, Atlanta. Luke Tuck. I don't I think he scored one goal. Yeah, one goal. Um honestly didn't see it, don't know what it looked like, but awesome that he's there representing with his brother Alex. Uh, Alex this is Tuck. that kid that was throwing down a couple of years ago, huh? When we drafted him, I was excited because it was like all of his, a lot of his highlights was uh, him just dusting people. Luke Tuck. Yeah. Um, he plays, just throws the body around. He's gonna go into fourth year this season. Mm. Um, 
he's been an okay college player, a step back. His season, um, and didn't have a great this year, but it remains to be seen. He's, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, right. Second round, early for the Habs, so hopefully he turns into something. But I think Luke Tuck has often been forgotten because he's in the same draft as Joshua Waugh. <laughs> you know, the Habs kind of like I th- Meshach was picked right after him. Um, yeah, they were picked back and forth, I believe. Yes, uh, right after each other. Meshach was literally the pick after. Hmm. Okay. And then, Heard that. Yeah. Kind of a forgotten, I think, Habs prospect sometimes mm-hmm. because not just because of Habs prospect pool, but also just the guys we picked, like Sean Farrell. Same yeah, that just like guy. sprouted up and have taken over kind of the spotlight from that class for us. Oh, uh, like the Habs, like Jacob Dobes, the Habs uh, mm-hmm. goalie, pro- goalie prospect. Ohio yeah. Um, there's one more. I just I can't. Is it a uh, fair brother? No, I we know to me, but yeah, it, it was a good draft for the Hab. He just happened to be picked, you know, <laughs> a lot of those guys. But um, uh, Luke Tuck, Tom Farrell's looked fucking great. Uh, looked great. Barron's looked good. Hudson's looked good. It's been a good jobs, and uh, you know, if you do recommend checking it out because I don't have a lot of college games and getting to play live is something that I. Sean Farrell is something that I just will never ever see the opportunity. Right. Well, and uh, good, well, up? sorry. And no, no, go ahead. It's good here. This is a huge for not only Justin Barron, who will look to kind of prove that he can be a solid every guy. Um, you know, like this is big game. It's our young guys playing big games. Right. Ma- I don't look Sam Montembeau obviously is going to opportunity to represent his team because I think, you know, you get guys a call to the Olympics, right? So, um, right. It's all huge for his career. I think Sam Montembeau really showed this season that he can be a lot. Like we, I think all of us were saying, after that first season in Montreal, that this he wasn't gonna piece of paper <laughs> paper tissue, yeah, like, yeah. And now it's have a pile this, on. This guy could be a significant piece on a team that's looking to make a push. This season's gonna be the year that he makes or breaks, and the Habs don't have to make a decision yet. Mm-hmm. Um, look, ultimately, Sam Montebo cost a lot pick it like if it wasn't winning the Habs sir early the Habs would have been dropped overall right. I truly believe that but now if he can if he does that again you're looking at a goal genuinely at the perfect time for the Habs forward or be at trading 
that. Either way, this is huge for Sam Montembeau and his career. The Habs management is undoubtedly watching the way he performs and so far so good. So to keep an eye out there and hopefully he can continue to kind of hold the is on the Canadian team as well. That guy's going to be, that guy's going to be <laughs> the best in the national. Crazy to think Florida could have had him, uh, Bobrovsky and Knight, but mm-hmm. you know, moving on, Sam Montebo, huge tournament for him. Um, could contract out of it if he continues to. On Monday, you'll the- play uh, check. So it'll be a good, good chance for him to prove, uh, you know, well, to continue a, a, a successful uh, campaign right now. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And you said the checks were looking really good this year too, huh? With uh, Kubelik's on that team, right? Kubelik leading the tournament with 11 points in five games. Wow. Yep. And then uh, same day, U.S. has Sweden. So uh, both of our countries have a, a very, uh, I'd say, a formidable impo- uh, opponent uh, coming up on Monday. So, um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to track that one. Let's see what time it's gonna be on in the U.S. It's probably something outrageous, but um, that's awesome, though, dude. No, uh, kudos to Sam Montenbo to continue a successful season with the Habs and to put it into the the off season, continue to play and put on quite a show at the World Championship for Canada. No, absolutely. Oh yeah. So you want to talk about the? Uh, the the guy on Canada that's trying to fucking force their their way to a a, a podium, force their way to a podium. Yeah, by like breaking ankles. Oh, Joe Valeno. Talk about what, that quickly. What the yeah, fuck, dude? Like, yeah, let's close out with that. What the fuck's going on? That's fucking disgusting. I don't know how he's like, not just uh, outed from the tournament. I can't believe he got five games, to be honest with you. You think um, less? Precedent? Yeah. I'm not saying based on my personal belief. I thought that was a pretty malicious and intentional. Yeah, I think he should have been removed from the tournament. It's fucking crazy. I'm not saying. Here's what I'll say. I think that the IHF got. Like, that's that was. And guys. Uh, and. I teammates would look at that and be like, fuck. Like, you gotta remember that. And you know what? Like, whatever. It never does it again. I won't call Joe Valeno dirty. But you know, you're gonna look at Joe Valeno now in the future and think dirty player. <laughs> if he does it again. If, Dude, he, if he does I don't think so. He has I think he's marked. He's been branded. <laughs> I'm just saying, like uh, Give everyone gets the benefit of the doubt a little bit, and I'm not saying honestly, Corey. I think it could have been worse. Yeah, it, clearly... it could have broke. No, I'm saying it could have been a lot. I'm I'm saying intentional, but I'm also saying it, for an thing, it could have been worse. However, we're getting lost in in the sauce here. <laughs> But I, I do think the IHF got it right. Like, double I usually pretty mental. I think 
necessarily anal about headshots mm-hmm. and not um disciplinary other things i think they what i will say is that they've sent in similar has been like for a similar incident a couple of right see that they're kind of getting it right here but i i want I more consistency in all five for suspensions because I agree. Joe Valeno deserved five games. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily confident that it happened again tomorrow that they would give the same suspension. But I think they got it right here. Valeno, that was one dirty fucking... You should never... Like, you're looking to end a guy's career in a fucking international tournament. Like, yeah, that's the other... It's, it's double IHF hockey. Like, what the fuck... It's brutal. It was disgusting to see, and you hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very tough. Tough look. Um, a lot of people are saying if there was fighting, you wouldn't see this, but I I don't – I think you'd still see it. I think it's still a dirty play regardless. Um, it's just br- – it's a brutal take and uh, not a good way to represent your country. Like, this is a – this isn't like the league you play in. This is more or less, you know, conditioning in the summer and a chance to compete for your country uh, until the Olympics decide to have, you know, welcome the athletes back or well, the professionals. Well, I guess that's more in the NHL. But it's, it's, I was going to say it's not the Olympics. Yeah. But... but yeah, until well, then, this is this is our our funness. If your if your team's not in the Cup Finals and you don't care to follow. Absolutely. I've got nothing else. Well, no, I've got nothing else. So thank you guys for stopping by listening. Um, we appreciate all the support you guys give us and blank, uh, as we do in the summer. But uh, as always, you can find us at Habs Nightly and at the Vendors on Twitter. And uh, we will get back to you guys other than later with a new episode. And I uh, hope to see you guys soon. So thanks for stopping by. This is Habs Nightly. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all again soon. Peace. Have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.